No, it's not. It's going to be rough as fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Hey, hey fellow disasters. disasters. And uh, welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch. Mm-hmm. And this week, uh, we're going to shake things up a little bit. <laughs> mm, a little bit of spicy spice. <laughs> a little bit of saucy sauce. <laughs> God, I feel like a 50-year-old man when I said that. <laughs> Basically, this is the episode where we indulge our creepiness. <laughs> no. So this episode, yeah, we're going to be talking about, well, the fact that both me and Nomi, Nomi and I, are... Well, would you say we're part of the BDSM community? I mean, we've gone to BDSM events and things like that, but we're not super duper into that kind of that community yet. Yeah, like we're not super active in it. Um, I want to be, but yeah, it's I, I I'm not super. Well, yeah, we're not super active. Not in this Rona season. No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. Um, but I guess so. You wanted to do it. You wanted to do this questionnaire thing. What is it? Explain. So it's basically, so when I was at uni, this, I swear to God, this relates. When I was at uni, someone said, oh, guys, like, there's this test and it tells you, like, how vanilla you are or what you're, you know, that it gives you, like, percentages of stuff. So I'm, yeah, this is going to be funny because, okay, so if you guys aren't Used to the terminology, this is like really basic stuff. So a submissive will call sub, uh, dominant will be dom, and a switch is someone who likes to flicker between. That is what I am. I'm a switch. Uh, although more recently, uh, delving into like the sub submissive roles and stuff, mm. which has been quite fun. What about you? I mean, I'm a dom. <laughs> through and through, my guy. <laughs> through and through. Like... Yeah, I've been in situations where I think it's been a slow realization for me where I've always known, but I don't think I started to really acknowledge it or understand it until like I was in uni, sort of. Yeah, like later years in uni, because I think there were instances where I was just like, why is this not doing it for me? (laughs) (laughs) What the... um the white bread vanilla sex yeah literally just like missionary standard sex <laughs> mm, beautiful it's so exciting no it's not um okay actually you know what i'll take that back if that's your cup of tea you drink a whole gallon of it honey i'm not about to sit yeah, here yeah you say, do you you do you exactly you do you all i'm saying is you know we're into different shit and we think it's pretty Yeah, funny. can we just, yeah, let's put that out there. Like, whatever you're into is calm. If it's consensual, it's cool. Yeah, we're not here to kink shame. We're not kink shaming yeah. anything. It doesn't have to be anyone else's business. We just like putting our business out in the open. So here we go, you know? Yeah, because we uh, have no shame. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have no shame. Okay, should we start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, this good. is a v- pretty simple question. Yeah. I like to be dominated, especially in the bedroom. One hundred percent. No, <laughs> I'm gonna go for that yellowy kind of color because I'm not. I'm not closed to it. Mm. It depends. Oh, the but, neutral. I mean, no. It de- I mean, it's more borderline no, but it's you know, yeah. 
There's scope. There's scope. There's scope. (laughs) Oh, I like, I prefer making the sexual decisions for my partner as it gives me more control. Yeah. More of an in between part. (laughs) Just straight up. Yeah, I know you. (laughs) I don't mind a little playful resistance from my partners. In the end, I'll win anyway. Oh, do you like to wrestle with them? I don't like to wrestle. But I do like, I like it to be like a sort of, it depends, like, yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, resistance in what way? Like, a, like a kind of, like, I'm not going to give in straight away. Or do you mean, like, physical dominance, you know? There's a mm, difference. I would say, well, it's playful resistance, so a bit of, like, playing coy, like, if your partner's like, oh, no, and you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I'll, yeah, I'm, I would say I'm greeny. I love making my partners do really disgusting things purely for my own pleasure. Oh my god, would it be like that <laughs> that thing I told you about from that show where that girl who I said I identified with was making that dude eat his own cum? Oh, I don't really think that's disgusting though. I'm I thought see disgusting to me would be like you know, ripping a chocolate swell on your partner's chest. You know, something like that. That's disgusting to you. Excuse me. Wait, hold on. What? Wait, what chocolates? Are you talking about chocolate or are you talking about shit? I'm talking about shit, you twat. Well, don't call it chocolate swell in in literally in the context of BDSM (laughs) because I'm going to take it as food, aren't I? I'm not going to assume poo. Of course you would. Of course you would, yeah. No, sorry. I meant meant drop in a fat curly whirly. (laughs) A fat soft serve. Well, okay. I don't know. I think it depends. I think it depends because I'm not. I'm not into shit play mm. or like into bodily fluids. Mm. Oh, okay. I have a thing for large age differences and sexual encounters or relationships. We were talking about this the other day. I would say. I, I mean, we think about it, or like we sort of put that on a pedestal in our heads. But we've never actually had it. This is the thing, though. You know, it's it's different because <laughs> I I am saying I'm sat here being like Mads Mikkelsen. I would let him rail me and sit on my face. Yeah, man. You know. But then, if some random geezer at the pub was to be <laughs> like, like oi, oi, lassie, oi, oi, where are you going? I would be <laughs> like, excuse me, sir. I am a child. <laughs> my my parents are picking me up. <laughs> yeah. You have to be wary of it. You need to know what they're what they want out of that because it can be obviously there are some negatives that can happen. So you need to be quite aware what they're really after. Yeah, what's the game? Yeah, what's the game? Oh, here we go. Here's here comes the pet play. I enjoy playing or acting like a pet animal. Dog, cat, pony, etc. No, I put no. Yeah, I don't have a thing for that either. I like wearing cat ears, but Yeah, that that doesn't really count. As an aesthetic, not as like a it's not no, a sexual you, you're thing. Not buying like <laughs> cat gimp masks. Um Although <laughs> What? No. Okay, what? No, just cause they cause they can be really cute, but like like I might wear it during sex, but I'm not like into it. I just like the aesthetic, you know? Oh, wait, wait. So if your partner was into it and they were like, oh, I'd really, you know, I'd really love it if you could like wear this mask. 
Would you be like, yeah? What, like a cat mask? Yeah. Like a gimp cat mask? Yeah, yeah, like fully covering your face? Yeah, if it looks cute. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. This is completely like, obviously, I'm sure it works for many people, but in my head, you as a dominant wearing a cat mask whilst trying to give orders does not work. Like, <laughs> I just imagine, like, I just imagine, like, you know, Mortal Kombat. Oh. You know, Scorpio is like, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, I've skipped a few questions. Oh I'm not going to lie. Wait. Okay, which one are you on? Um, the one that starts off with uh, assuming I was single, I would like to join an existing couple's or polygroup's relationship. For sexual and or emotional purposes, I don't know. I think I need to be in that situation because I'm a part of me is like, I don't know if I can do a polyamorous relationship. I could maybe do a sexual encounter, but then also I've got a crippling sense of anxiety and paranoia, which would kick in. I would constantly, like, you know, I think I'd be, especially, like, I think it would have to be, like, we're all on the same level of, like, sexual experience and stuff. Otherwise, I would feel really inadequate and just, like, completely, like, zone out. Yeah, that's definitely something I would be like, hey, that sounds cool as hell. But I don't know how it would actually work out. Like, I'm quite happy in a monogamous relationship so same i don't know i've never experienced it i've never like been in a polyamorous relationship so i don't really know oh here we go here's a switch question i could be sexually submissive now and be sexually dominant another time yeah that's 100 percent me i think it depends who i'm with <laughs> i'm just like very i'm like not red i'm like mustard yellow no, i'll give it a go <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm willing to pay for porn if it really suits no no you can get i don't it for need free, porn. literally anywhere yeah i don't need porn i've never found that porn. Is a- oh actually no yeah no you're right never mind i was gonna say hello fan fiction but you don't read smart that's yeah i'm not like but also like for me i've never found porn sexually stimulating because it's i find it really cringy because it's these like poorly acted skits and i'm just like that takes me out number one you know put some effort into that well you've gone this long without it (laughs) yeah i you know i've got my imagination and my imagination is dank so like i have to say it i hate hate lesbian porn because it is it is never, never targeted towards women. It's always targeted towards men. Bro, and it's how just... are you going to be doing half of that shit with them French tips? Oh my God. Please tell me. Please stop. Please when I tell see me. The, the acrylics, <laughs> I'm like, mm. like, please, please stop. Please stop it. I just, no, just porn in general, I found really cringy. Like, I, just, I don't, I don't need it. I would much rather watch, like, a very angsty live action. <laughs> where you can just imagine all of the things that could be done between them. (laughs) (laughs) What about this one? I mean, this is definitely not targeted towards you. In an ideal relationship, my partner would see me as a mere object. To them, I only exist when they're horny or when they need my service in some other way. You you were just straight up, no, don't care, don't want to know. No, don't want to know, not here for that. 
Okay. Oh, Ooh, this is an interesting yeah, question. It's no big deal when things I try turn out bad for me. It's part of the risk and it's a necessary part of discovering what works and what doesn't. I think so. Because I I think it's... Yeah. I can't... Th- I find that really hard. Really? Like... Yo, I thought, I thought you asked that because you were like agreeing with me <laughs> no as if in like i feel really shit afterwards if something i try doesn't work out really? and then it kind of takes me out yeah i mean like i've an example was something i tried on someone when they were on the phone i wanted to give them head and so but they weren't up for like they really did not respond well to that and so that made me feel like such shit mm, and i couldn't okay, i see what you mean i was get back into it a, you know you talk about it with your partner and then you just sort of try it out and if it doesn't work it doesn't work kind oh, of thing oh yeah yeah i don't know i still think like it would make me feel a bit like mm, afterwards oof if i could not fulfill all of my partner's desires I would encourage them to see other people to fill the gaps. Uh, no, I would just break up with them. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, obviously, if you're not compatible, <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, right? Like, I I wouldn't be like, no, I couldn't do that. That would, like, make me feel inadequate. Yeah, I think that's more the, oh, I, I can't do something right, you know? Then it just makes me feel like shit. Like, hello, anxiety. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that... Actually, no way. It's not funny. I was going to say, it's so funny that, like, you're a dom, but also super, like, anxious. I'm an anxious dom. (laughs) But that's the thing, though. Like, my partner is also, like, super anxious. (laughs) And I just remembered, I just remembered he was. But he's, like, in the same boat as you. I don't know. I just thought that was quite funny. Is that, like, a normal thing for tops? Like, oh, fuck if I know, man. Like... (laughs) Jesus. Imagine if that was like a thing and all of the bottoms are just depressed. Yeah. <laughs> the anxious doms. You know, they 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 execute something and then afterwards they think about it for hours. <laughs> Once their partner's like gone to sleep after they've like done whatever, they would just be like overanalyzing every single thing. <laughs> Did I go too far this time? Um <laughs> Yeah. I often behave in an animalistic way during sex, growling, howling. I do like a good grunt, you know? <laughs> so I had a partner once and he was, I would say he was quite, he was definitely one of the louder boys. I'm going to say that because <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, because no, you know, like, okay, so there's this tendency with men. It's been, okay, right. Straight men tend to be super like just quiet, mm-hmm. and, you know? Yeah. It's it's the occasional it's the occasional oh, fuck you so hot. <laughs> it's like that's it. I was like, oh fuck. That's the only indication of a job well done, you know? In it. Like, uh, can you give me a bit more, please? Come up with some new please. material, my guy. Like, I'm over this shit. You know? Like, oh Jesus God, Christ. So anyway. No, you got you got a point there. That was quite funny. I enjoy watching other people being naked or having sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Talking back to one's dominant in a teasingly disobeying way should be part of the subs fun. 100%. That is- yeah, I like a bit of talking back. 
<laughs> I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of being tortured sexually is appealing. Yeah. Do you like to be edged? What's edging? You sort of bring yourself up to nearly, you know, and then you're like, no. To make it even stronger when you do. Not for me. For my partner, yeah. Yeah, mine's a hard yell on that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you, 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 you. Having to do really disgusting things for my partner's pleasure sounds pretty arousing. I see this again. What sort of disgusting things? What is your idea of disgusting? Disgusting for me is like playing with feces. I don't want to do that. I'm not really interested with it in it and I don't want to do that. So that's going to be a hard no for me. I enjoy... No. You don't enjoy being verbally degraded or being called humiliating names. I don't enjoy. I do. (laughs) (laughs) If a new awesome kink or BDSM project was launched, I would like to keep up to date. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sounds fun. Okay, we're going to talk about our results because uh, we finished the quiz. (laughs) When I first took this test, it was a few years ago now, and I know one of the top 100% I got switch as 99% and now my switch has come out as 84%. So now because I've been with my partner who's, you know, a dom, I've taken on that sub role. So it's quite interesting to see how that's like cha- how that's changed it now. Yeah. Do you know what my do you want to know what my top 4 are? Yeah, go on. So my top 4 at 93% dominant. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. At a- <laughs> What a surprise. Who said that? <laughs> At 89%, I'm a voyeur, oh. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. At 80%, I'm a degrader. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. At um, like- 67%, I'm a rigger. What is that? Riggers like to tie up. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You want to know what my top four are? Yeah, go on. So, oh god, this is so sad. One hundred percent rope bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that means anything to do with restraints, you know that kind of stuff. And then, <laughs> mm. okay, I'm pretty sure this wasn't as high last time, but ninety five percent masochist. So mm. I enjoy receiving certain types of pain. Love it. Beautiful. Uh, and then oh, okay. So interesting. So you know how I said yeah, I was yeah. 84% switch, how that came up? Well, this time I am 95% submissive. Wow. Yo, yo. Yo, that's really changed. Oh, oh, wait, okay. And Dom, I got 70%. Okay, so I'm I'm still like, I'm still in that switch lifestyle. <laughs> Should I tell you my 0%? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. My 0%, I can't speak. <laughs> um, I've had a lot of wine. My zero percents are <laughs> primal oh, okay. as prey, but bracket prey. Uh, slave, <laughs> basically all of the ones that you kind of are. Uh, masochist. Zero, per- bro, I got 95. Uh, yeah, I'm so 0% masochist, masochist. <laughs> 0% boy, girl. I think that's to do with age play. Oh, no. Um, 0% daddy mummy. 0% age player. That's funny. I got two of the same. Oh, yeah? So my 0%. So my first 0% was pet. 0% boy girl. Yep. 
I don't like that kind of submission. No, no, no. 0% age play. So that is not part of my kink at all. And I know that. <laughs> that is so funny. I got a lot of green, though. Like, I got a lot. Oh, wow. Do you want to see mine? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a lot of red. You know what you like. I'm literally like, no, 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 no. I have a very, I have very specific needs. Yeah. Well, to be fair, though, you are one end of the spectrum, whereas I like to flicker between the spectrums because I'm a switch. Mm. Hey, I like what I like. I like what I like and that's it. Um... Okay, so like obviously we did this test and it yeah, it's so funny because I I have done this test. So before this episode, Nomi was like, "Have you done this test?" And I didn't know. I didn't like look at the website or whatever. I just assumed no. Um, but actually, I had done I mean, it. To be fair, all I said was, "Have you done the BDSM test?" Yeah, that that could what it's called. That could en- encompass so many things. But I've yeah, <laughs> I did it at uni as well. Um. But I guess it'd be interesting, how did you first get to hear about BDSM and that community? I wouldn't say there was one, kind of like, similar to my sexuality, I wouldn't say it was like a train hitting me in the face with like a realisation. It was something that just sort of, I kind of knew about. Mm. You know, when you get a bit older and you start looking at, things you're not supposed to online, you know, you start gravitating towards a certain type of media. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're going to go for it. It's, we talk about it in our previous episode about awakenings. And of course, um, one of my key sexual awakenings was Cruella Deville in 102 Dalmatians, Glenn Close. Yeah, that played a big part in your bdsm realization yeah because i i think i realized then and there like in sixth form like what i was kind of into low-key like into humiliation but i didn't know that it was like a like a real sort of sub-genre i guess or subcategory. like i knew it was a thing but i didn't know exactly what you called it or whatever mm, or that it was like so widely like known and yeah but do you do you remember do you remember my first time trying to enact yes okay trying to instigate yes but this wasn't done (laughs) this was you just having this fantasy in your head of i want to i want to smush cake in someone's face and at your birthday party what did you do? No, it wasn't mine. It was it was our friends. It was our friend's birthday party. So it wasn't even my own. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I took somebody it? else's birthday. Cake. Oh my god, yeah. Totally forgot <laughs> so there that. was a guy that I was kind of you know, it was like in. high school. Yeah, you know, when you're like, oh, I think I fancy them kind of stage. And um my my <laughs> my way of testing whether or not we're compatible was to mush cake in his face um and completely by surprise may i add by surprise, there was no very there random was no... it wasn't a sexual setting it wasn't anything of the sort it was purely i i saw the cake it was in my hand i saw his face and i just did it <laughs> <laughs> oh and i you remember so he... proud of yourself like i i could see i saw it happening because i was literally standing across from you 
And I just, I was like, oh, in my head, it was like happening in slow motion. And I was just looking at you wide eyed, like, oh my God, she's going to do it. She's going to do it. Because obviously prior to that, you'd spoken about this sort of thing before. Again, bringing up the Corella Deville scene where in 102 Dalmatians, where they throw cake on her or like they bake her into a cake and it's like super messy and kind of gross looking. Yeah. I mean, logistically, I don't see how that would have worked. She would have died in that oven, but... Um... <laughs> but that was your your fancy manifesting because you literally, it, you know, Corella Deville, she got baked into a cake. You saw cake and you just decided to put that in someone's face. Not even put it in someone's face. You threw it aggressively, so violently into their face. <laughs> and this is the thing, you know, girls, guys, theys, Anyone that wants to get into BDSM, and obviously we're not the perfect, like, <laughs> figureheads for that, but obviously... Oh, no, we haven't been in the scene for Yeah, very obviously long, no. it's very important. Fun. I cannot stress enough to talk about this shit first before you just launch into something. Because obviously, like, you know, I just, I didn't really understand it. I kind of just... <laughs> to do it and then when i did it i just remember him being like my contact lens <laughs> yeah it was not taken it was not received well <laughs> he just like i think that's off into the happen. bathroom well yeah because yeah to rinse his lens rinse out his lenses <laughs> and i just I could, I could hear him bitching to to our mutual friend being like what the fuck is wrong with her and i'm just there like it didn't play out like this in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think if you did that to anyone by surprise, they would be a bit pissed off. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it could have been received better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's quite funny. See, I don't think... Okay, actually, the way... Okay, mm. so you know how there has been signifiers such as wanting to throw cake in people's faces. So, you know, you, it came from somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my one's a bit different. So, obviously, a switch. But let's say in a sub sort of way. So, I know that being bratty is one of my things. Mm. You but are a bit of a bitch. Can, yeah. <laughs> and it does. I think it comes from that. I think it comes from that of being like, I like the playfulness of it. I love going against the grain just to see what happens. Because I think... Hey, fuck it, might as well. Um, and on on because you know you get like that when you're drunk. Yo, no, right? I get so brave when I'm drunk. <laughs> so rude, fam. Really so rude, yeah. rude. I literally act so bratty. It's it's incredible. Like, and I do it. I'm just doing it. I don't even realize I'm being that bad. I know I can be really bratty, but because I also have those dominant tendencies, depending on who I'm with. Um, man, I, okay, right, so I can butch the fuck up. So I think, I think it's really easy for me to be more dominant with women because the women I tend to gravitate towards are quite, they take on that more of a bottom role. Whereas with men, it's kind of like the, the majority tend to be like dominant and stuff. Obviously, that isn't the case. If you go to BDSM clubs and stuff, you will meet a wide variety of people. <gasps> oh my god! One oh. thing that I really liked was when I was with this guy. I was changing, and I was like, you know, getting ready. 
And I was obviously in my like, my bare bits. And he just flat out looked at me and he was like, I want you to sit on my face. Like, I really want you to just choke me out. Nice. And I have never, I was like, I was literally like, oh, I've got to go to work. This is so annoying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time I saw him, but clearly he didn't appreciate it because he never called me back. But anyways, hey, ho. <laughs> Oh my god. Not to put him on blast or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god. Don't worry, he was too much of a bitch anyway. He's too much of a punk ass bitch. Um <laughs> I'm telling you guys, do the cake test. <laughs> no, look, mate, not everyone is into humiliation, okay? If 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 my boyfriend did that to me, number one, I would say, why the fuck are you wasting cake? Number two, who the fuck is gonna clean up? Who's going to clean up? This is the thing, though. Um, so that that specific type of kink comes under, or fetish or whatever, comes under the umbrella of um, wet and messy. I already don't like that. <laughs> well, it can mean many different things. It can be food. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, it could be just lube, you know? yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But the thing is, the more I read into it, so I when I found this out, I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. Like, it's kind of like it, it explained it as like, you know, you might have found stuff like slapstick, a kind of turn on, which is so funny because slapstick is meant to be, you know, comedy and shit. But a lot of, a, a large part of slapstick is humiliation. There's a lot of like, you know, like, pies involved or whatever the fuck oh okay when you put it that way that actually is quite interesting i've i've not heard that before right but it makes a lot of sense like that whole that whole scene in um 102 dalmatians is purely meant to be for comedic effect really you know the whole point is yeah she's meant to be yeah it's it's like the arc of where you know the dogs all and like all the good guys they get their own They back. rally yeah. up against her. Yeah, it's like her comeuppance, yeah. right? Yeah, equally in the first film that happened in the first film. So it's, you know, an ongoing theme or whatever. Um, I just but don't think Disney expected, you know, people like you to oh, be I think they differently did. inclined. I think, no, I think they did. Because tell me, how are you going to be having Glenn Close in them latex boots in that <laughs> nice outfit okay okay and you got this woman sloshing around and there's literally a scene okay where i'm guessing she's meant to be flattened like dough you know there's a mm, there's a scene where she's literally just being flattened against the the thing like the rolling pin and it's like yeah the rolling pins are coming down and you got all this like doughy like cake mm. batter on her tatatas and i'm just there like bruh bruh <laughs> you know 15 11 year old me was hella confused because everyone else is laughing everyone else is like ha ha you know yay for the puppies and i'm just there like hmm. oh what's happening <laughs> what is going, going on, on downstairs and oh my god <laughs> legit so confused my guy they knew exactly what they were fucking doing at 11 years old you watched that and you were like what is going on and now you look back you're like oh my god 
this is where it started. Yeah, I found out. I I realized what was happening to me when I was in high school, and then I was like, dude. That's why I felt like that because I was being turned on and it was like a full on epiphany and everyone else was like, okay, Anne. And I was like, but guys, don't you understand? This is a breakthrough. Like, literally. It's really funny because we're both, I, I don't know, like we're both into BDSM, but very, very differently, obviously. We're so, we're so similar in a lot of ways and we get on, probably because we're so similar, but when it comes to this, we are very different. Yeah, which is so funny. <laughs> no, I just didn't think... I, I would have thought you would have got, after doing that test... I, I mean, realistically, because of conversations we've had before, I knew there would be things you wouldn't be into or, like, you know, th- you know that sort of stuff. But even so, going through that test and seeing the answers that we both got, I was still surprised seeing how different or, like, how one-sided of the spectrum yeah yeah we were very much like on two ends of the spectrum yeah which is really funny yeah okay so we'd not been in the community i would say yeah neither of us had gone to a specific event or a venue and so we went to Torture Gardens for the first time, was it last year? Oh no, it was probably the year before. Oh god. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking pandemic. Yeah, it was 20, 2019 because it was Halloween. Oh my god, that's depressing as fuck. Yeah, so anyways, um, we went to Torture Gardens, which is a uh, fetish, fetish night. Yeah. Event. Fetish yeah. event in London. It's really sick. They have these like quite, yeah, quite regularly, right? Like we just went to the Halloween one, but they have yeah. quite regular ones. And it was the first mm-hmm. time of us going. And I 100% and we both spoke about this afterwards and we continue to say this. I've never felt safer in a club. You know? I know, right? It it. It was quite uh, like mind blowing to me because normally, obviously, when we go to clubs, okay. So just to give a bit of insight, this event has very strict dress codes, so they don't they don't really allow you to just wear leather looking leggings and you can just waltz in, yeah, or like a bralette. Yeah, it's very much you know kink fetish clothing and i went to this club with nothing on my top except for some tape over my nips yeah i have never felt so respected i was surrounded by men and women and no one ever made me feel uncomfortable i anything that someone wanted to if someone came up to me and or us because we were always together obviously um and they were like, oh, can we can we do this with you? Or, you know, it was all very consensual, very, yeah, it was all just very caring and very nice, yeah. 
Even like I think we must have given off that we were like green and like new to the place because people were constantly checking on us and being like, "Are you guys okay? How's everything? You guys doing good?" It was really nice. I it was know, so I felt nice. Really welcomed. Yeah. It was just. It was just lovely. Comforting. It was so nice. And there was a point we met some great people. We met. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I remember at one point in the night, so we met. <laughs> I always call him Vampy Dude because for the life of me, I cannot remember his name and he was dressed as a vampire. And um, he was so lovely. And afterwards, Mm. you know, he continued to message me and I was kind of like, oh God. Like, you know, when this happens in a regular, regular schmegular club, you're kind of like, oh God, I'm being harassed by this guy that I met. you know but it wasn't like that was it it wasn't i i messaged him and i messaged him back and i was kind of like oh you know that's really nice really enjoyed meeting you but i'm not really looking for anything right now so sorry if you misunderstood or if i led you on i hope i didn't and he just sent the loveliest reply back and was like no not at all you know if you're ever back at one of those events it'd be nice to meet up again but yeah like totally respect that i have never had that kind of interaction with a guy just at a club exactly. like that. Exactly. Like, it's definitely, I definitely think more people should go to these events and definitely explore and have fun because it is very safe, very comforting. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. safe. Because I think also, like we said from the beginning, consent is such an important component to the BDSM community. And it's so, it is so it's always explicitly spoken about like I remember when we were at this this night this club and there was an entire section it was like sectioned off for people who were into like restraints and yeah there was like a there was a section where people were kind of spanking people and you can go go up for that and I remember we were sort of watching Mm. uh because you know i like to watch (laughs) yeah couples were going up and you know tying up their partners and yeah yeah exactly equipment there that they could you know use it was quite yeah it was quite interesting and then there was a guy who came up do you remember there was a guy who i guess was like doing it there um and he was like sort of taking care and making sure everything was going okay exactly Yeah, yeah yeah and um the chaperone chaperone <laughs> yeah and he came up to me and he was like oh would you do you want to take part because obviously we were like just looking um and yeah I, we were both standing there like oh my god oh my god oh my god but um <laughs> oh, I love it. and uh he, <laughs> and yeah and then he was like oh do you want to do you want me to do it like i can do it for you and i'd take care of you and i was kind of like or no you guys can do it together yeah and I was kind of like oh I'm not really comfortable doing it because I didn't I'm not into it anyways like getting spanked Mm. so I was kind of like oh I don't really want that um but he was so nice like he was very like you know don't worry you know we will discuss it you know if you want to talk about anything like if you've got any if you've got a safe word or anything like that we can we can talk through that yeah it was just it was such a fun night like I had so much fun it really was yeah it really was. I met some really cool people. Yeah. I think that's a really nice place to to wrap up, don't you think? Yeah, I think so too. Okay. I just want to say, PSA, please don't take this episode as me being a degenerate. I know I am, but I would rather keep that on the down low. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a degenerate. I promise to God. <laughs> 
I am a child of God. I am God's gift. <laughs> I am God's child. Um, I am a child of God. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah, that was another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Join us next time to see what Hazel's saying, really, bitch. Bye. <laughs> bitch. Vanilla? Fuck you. I got 24% vanilla, so... (laughs)